Episode 77 of I Learn Nothing, a philosophy podcast for deeply troubled morons. My name is Benjamin C. Cholock, 69th Earl of Nottingham and professor of philosophy at Princeton University. Uh, across from me is my pupil, uh, my very apt pupil. Name yourself, sir. <laughs> Dean Man. <laughs> I'm here to stay, <laughs> and I'm here to learn. I love that your phone chimed right at that moment. That yeah. was fucking dope that as hell. That was bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Ding. Yeah. Uh, Dean Man. Yeah, the protector of Manor Road, a.k.a. Mr. Somebody. <laughs> so they call me. Our nicknames suck, dude. They're not good. <laughs> They're Our not nicknames good. are catchphrases. are all bad. Yeah. Recently, I was reminded of, it's Freud, baby. And I'd already forgotten about that. Yeah, I <laughs> know. Well, anyway, I am famously male, Ben. Hello. Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm here to teach you some philosophy. We're uh, taking, uh, we took a breather, and we're coming back with part two yeah. of Bertrand Russell. The conclusion. The conclusion. Son of Russell. <laughs> uh, now, this guy... Where do we leave off? We talked about Russell's paradox. Do you remember that shit? Yeah, I do, and I did not like it. <laughs> do you remember how it goes? No, because it didn't make sense. <laughs> it was like, it was shit where it was like paradoxes and barbers and all kinds of stupid things. It yeah. was so dumb. Right. I want to talk about his gross sex life. All right, we'll, we'll talk me. about it. Just real quick. Let's let's just recap. All right. If you're... <laughs> I love how you're so mad. Um, all right. If you are the town's barber... But you only shave the people who do not shave themselves. Do you shave yourself? <laughs> the town barber. Yeah. See, this is why this sucks. It. it ju- <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I don't know. There's no answer to this. Here's the thing. Okay, let's make it a little more Another plausible. Another one of these shitheads who come up with impossible questions because they think they're so smart. And then when I try to answer them, you say I'm wrong both times. Well, you are wrong both times in great. this case. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. What? Everyone's wrong on both both times. Oh, great. They <laughs> because the answer to it, there is no answer to it. Do you sh- if you the only answer shave, is there's no answer, man. No, that's the thing. It's because they insist that there has to be an answer, and that's why. <laughs> okay, real quick. If you're defined as the person who only shaves people who shave themselves, do you shave yourself or not? Who don't shave themselves? I'm not. I, I refuse to answer. Okay. Every time the, I you, tried to answer this last time, you you're gonna take the fifth. Got kind of shitty. Yeah. I, I plead the fifth. <laughs> what do you mean I got kind of shitty? You were just were your usual shithead self. You were just like, <laughs> well, no. And then I'd say what? And then you would explain an impossible explanation. Then I'd go, okay. Well, then it's the other. I don't answer. think I was that then shitty. You'd go, mm, no. Uh, I did bad. not do that. Oh. <laughs> Has anyone seen my calculator? Shut up! I didn't do that. Where's my pen with my name on it? 
There it is. <laughs> ben. It's a Ben pen. <laughs> it's a bin pin. Remember you looking for your bin pin? Yeah. Okay. You, you're such a fucking... You're so mean. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, no, I'm not. You are a terrible teacher. <laughs> well, that's probably true. None but, of this makes any sense ever. Okay. Do you understand what what the point of it is? No, I don't. Okay. I'm being dead serious. There's it's, no point to this. It's to demonstrate of what? Of the whole podcast? Because that's definitely true. We've established that. No, with this guy's shitty barbershop. Okay. What he's nonsense. trying to say is... It's how par- barbers work, by the way. I haven't been to one Shut in a while. Shut up. It's a paradox because and it's it's not that like it's not important that there that there is a right answer and that no one knows what it is because that's not what the case is. That's not what the problem is. The problem is that there is no right answer, even though there really fucking should be a right answer. Wasn't that fun? I mean, kind of. It's fun to some people, but it's also confounding and. <laughs> And anxiety-inducing to everyone. Like, everyone. Look at you. Look at your face. Yeah, I can't <laughs> look at my face, man. That's Pat Dean's paradox. <laughs> that is the Pat Dean's paradox. It's I can't look, look at, at my own face. I can't look at my own face. That's not true because you have mirrors. But you know what I mean. In person. <laughs> in person. Yeah, okay, fine. I mean, you can look at a mirror in person, but that's fine. Um, but the point is that this demonstrates a paradox that Demonstrates more like what I said. Demonstrates more like sure. It demonstrates owned. <laughs> it, owned. It demonstrates. Uh, <laughs> what if I gave A up paradox right here instead of paradox? What if I gave up right here? Uh, I don't know. You had a high note. <laughs> I was, I've been I've been demonstrated to be wrong <laughs> with my paradox. Um, <laughs> my two dicks. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Oh, just in time. Look oh, at this. Yeah. Here the we go. The hottest segment that we have. Introducing you, the hot new segment with hot, piping hot new food. It's called Eating Lunch <laughs> While Recording the Podcast. <laughs> Shout out to... Shout out to Vic. <laughs> Vic. Um, okay, so you know what? Fuck it. Let's just get into his sordid personal life <laughs> no continue with your point ben your big scary point you're trying to make no 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 because no, th- there's more we're gonna get into uh, some of his philosophy later on um let's talk about uh, all the broads he banged um <laughs> so this what gi- if what <laughs> if he released a book and it was called to all the broads I've banged? <laughs> he wrote like, he wrote so many books and i think i feel like so he lived to be 97 years old <laughs> <laughs> fucking till the day he died. That is so crazy. <laughs> An insatiable man. Insatiable dude. So gross. This guy had a lust for life. Okay. Because uh, like his main lust was for a pussy. His main lust was lust. Yeah. Sure. Uh, he actually says so in in uh, in one of his books. Um, but uh, <clears throat> he calls it a yearning for love, though. The book is called "Can We Fuck." <laughs> um, but so what? Okay, so here's his whole deal. He was married like four or five different times. I can't even keep count. Nice. Um, he was really into the concept of open marriages back when no one was. Yeah, I think we <laughs> talked about this where he was like constantly getting these relationships with women and then being like, well, how about we make this an open thing? And then being like, no. Well, okay, okay. So here's the thing. So luckily, since we did a two part, we're, since we're doing a two parter, I was able to do a little more research than usual into his sex life. Yeah. Actually, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and 
Uh, what's funny is in the first episode, the first part, I said uh, that you know he would pull this move, and most of the women he was involved with would be like, "Fuck you!" Yeah. Like you can't do that. Okay, that's not entirely true. Hell yeah! So here's what happened. He met some cool uh, babes. She was a little too cool for him. Sometimes, yeah, they can be a little too cool. So here's what happened. Come on, ladies. So he married this 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 woman named Dora. Dora. Uh, yeah, I don't remember what her last name is, but so she. She Explorer. was like, his, yeah, Dora the the Explorer. Yeah, no, it's just Dora Explorer. Dora Explorer. It's actually she, well, she was Italian, so it was Dora de Explorer. Dora you know? de Explorer. But it was like the D apostrophe. Um, but uh, Dora de Explorer was um, his main squeeze for like I think most of the twenties and thirties. Uh, so this is his second wife, and um, they. Uh, they were hooking up. They were fucking a lot, right? Whoa. They got married. And uh, so Dora was a, kind of like a hardcore feminist and also believed in... Uh, she didn't believe in marriage, so he like proposed to her like fucking six different times. <laughs> until well, she, why didn't he just until take she, the hint? I don't know. He was in love with her. I feel like if you you <laughs> ask a lady to marry you like once and she says no, it's like, well, okay. It's still... Whatever. Well, yeah, but, but I mean... Like, no, but so think of it this way, though. It it was a lo- very long term, like almost almost exclusive relationship. We'll get into this. Uh, that he he like at, you know they hung out with each other all the time. They fucked all the time. He basically wanted to make her his wife, and asked her a bunch of times, and she just said no. But they kept on fucking, right? Right. Okay. So then I guess finally he he just he was like, I'm gonna keep doing this until she marries me. And then they did it. She finally agreed. Okay. And they had uh, they had like a couple kids. They even started a school together. Um, and meanwhile, they were both practicing open marriage. So they were both fucking other people. Nice. <laughs> While this was happening. But here's the thing. So <laughs> he was really into this whole open marriage thing until uh, she had a kid with uh, another lover. Ooh. And she sort of made him raise it. <laughs> What? <laughs> she sort of made him raise it. Raise this kid that she had with someone else. Oh. As his own kid. Who was the dude? I don't remember. It was some American journalist or something. Son of a bitch. Yeah. But like <laughs> I I can't think of a better example of like that sort of like polyamory bullshit ass philosophy coming back to bite you in the ass. Yeah. Then when he's like he's like, Yeah, okay, but by the way, while we're married, we're gonna I'm I'm fucking other people. You can fuck other people too. And she's like, yeah, that's cool. Oh, by the way, here's a kid. You raise it. <laughs> you take care of it. <laughs> by the way, he's definitely not yours. Yeah. So. <laughs> and he's like, oh, dear. How did. <laughs> <laughs> My word. My word. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he did it. <laughs> what's all this then? What's uh, what, 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 what's all this then? What would you do if what about what about? Okay, well, how about this hypothetical? Mm-hmm. You uh, marry this lady. Yeah. What would you do in this in this if you were in his shoes? Um, would you raise that goddamn kid. I think I would because I would because it is kind of like you know what i deserve to eat crow at this point yeah you know i'd be like i've been doing this for a while i'm like 175 years old and i'm only halfway done with my life (laughs) and i've been like fucking 
every fucking piece of trim I find this side of Brixton. Sure. Uh, I might as well like, you know, step up and live up to my word and say, Dude. all right, yeah, if we're having open marriages, let's do it. I'll fucking raise the kid. I was uh, watching like one of these like Jerry Springer type shows uh-huh. many years ago. Yeah. And it was kind of interesting because I'd never seen this before on a, one of those shows where it's a, a lady and her husband. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, she like basically they're like swingers, right? Yeah. So like it's <laughs> so the guy with them is this guy so that just sometimes has sex with this lady. Yeah. And they're like, well, she had a kid and like doesn't know like wh- you know who, who the dad is, is. and yeah. so they're basically there to figure it out. And it was kind of interesting because usually on those shows, it's people just yelling at each other and, and, and trying to fight. But yeah. they were just like, yep, this is just like a thing we do. We're just trying to figure it out. <laughs> like, they're all very calm. Like, it wasn't like anyone was mad, which I thought was like very. That's a, kind of a jip, I feel like. Well, no, I thought it was I thought it was kind of nice to finally see someone be like, hey, we do this weird sex thing, but it's normal for us. It's what we do. But then yeah, okay. guess who was a father? Who? The guy? Neither. Oh, and then the, the, no the, way. Then the lady got a look on her face, and then like a, like a, like a oh, because because then she goes, no, I know who it is. <laughs> it's like Whoa. process of elimination. Yeah, she's like, well, that's, that's, that's the other guy. <laughs> yeah, who I guess didn't want to come on the show. <laughs> Isn't that rule? Yeah. I mean, at that point, yeah, he was just like, well, we all know who it is. Then it's the guy who's not here. Yeah, what a complicated life. It is a very oh man, so complicated. I don't know how people do it. <laughs> And um, a lot of people do do it, and it's like, fuck, man, you got to yeah. juggle a lot of shit in your head. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think if, if you have, you know, yeah. under, I, I don't know. I don't yeah, know how to right? do it. <laughs> I, I tried to, you I tried yeah. to defend you it. You just tried to think about it, through, think it through. I, I gave it immediately. It's a little <laughs> odd, but it's it is. Hey, it makes you happy. If it makes you happy, <laughs> fucking someone else. <laughs> If it makes you happy, <laughs> raising other people's kids, <laughs> then why the hell are you so sad? Oh, because you're raising someone else's kid. Um, yeah. So they they got into it because of this, but um, <laughs> man, I gotta be honest. I feel like if if I ended up marrying some lady who already had a kid, I'd be like, okay, that's cool. But I feel like if I was like married to some lady and she was like, hey, do you want to raise this kid that's that I've had since I since I've been with you? Yeah, I'd be like, well, I don't know. Well, that, okay, that so that's me. fair. So would I, if if like if nothing else was different, yeah. right? Like all things being the same, if if I married if I married someone, and then they're like, "Hey, I had this kid out of wedlock while I was married to you. Do you want to raise it?" I would be like, "Fuck you, yeah, lawyer up. We are getting divorced." Yeah, I'd be but <laughs> but I also am not a very very famous and vocal proponent of open marriage. Not yet. Not well, no, and I would be less so at that point. Yeah, but you're not married yet. Maybe you'll get married one day, Ben. You'll meet the right <laughs> woman and get married, and then you know, after a year, she'll be totally tired of your dick and be like, <laughs> "I'm trying to do an open thing," and maybe you'd be into it. Well, if that happened, I, you know what, Ben? I I could see you. Where I could, could you? I where can, could you see me? I could totally see you <laughs> being like at first not into it, but eventually becoming. Super down with the polyamorous lifestyle. I can picture you, <laughs> you wearing like a silk shirt, drinking a goblet of red wine, 
<laughs> just just sitting there like in front of a fire. Vic is like nodding her head too in agreement. Doesn't it make like, sense? <laughs> I can totally see Ben as one of these like perverts who just like look. Ha- no, what? because that's not my thing. I know and it's not now. You're, and just because of the, I I will not be judged for the sins of my father. I d- all right. <laughs> I didn't like soup until like a year ago. I was. I admit I'm wrong about soup. Maybe you're wrong about polyamory. Look, I don't know. I don't. That's not what we're here to talk about. I didn't like about. beer when I first had it, and then after I experienced it a bunch of everyone times. Everyone hates beer when they first have it. Well, so does... So everyone it, is going to love polyamory. No, but then. everyone hates it when their wife fucks around on them, but then it turns out maybe Yeah, but you if don't. you're fucking around on her, then like... And that's what I'm saying. I'm saying at first you'll go like, uh, I don't know about this, but then when you suddenly realize, oh, Big Bad Benny's going to get some strange, then I think you're going to be super into it. Ugh. Again, the silk shirts... Uh, I would wear of, silk shirts. I think you would. I really think you would. Uh, you'd probably have. Well, like, you know what? So fucking sue me if I do. They're they're comfortable. It's a very it's a luxurious product. Silk. Yeah, but you got to be into certain things to pull it off. And I think you pull it off. I, I don't think, think that's true. <laughs> I can see you. There's a. That, you know what? You're not giving yourself enough credit. You can wear silk anytime you want to, Daddy. I don't think I could. My point then <laughs> is should. that my point is that I can totally see you. Almost like like those being those adult vampires who like <laughs> they wear like mascara and like yeah, okay, I, I could see I you even... being like a total no I perf. would if I turn into that kill me no I think it would kill roll. no kill me it'd be so fun that would be my living hell then because my best friend will not fucking kill me when I need him to do this no favor dude for me. I'd, I'd want to hear some <laughs> details I want to hear stories yeah so I guess I'm just trying to say like, just explain to you every night that I go to the chisel. <laughs> yeah, and you get all the sordid details, all yeah. the lurid fucking stories. Yeah, but you know what? Your wife don't care. You know why? Because she knows at the end of the day, you're coming home, and she's the only one for you. Okay. Yeah. Just chest hair everywhere underneath <laughs> that fucking shirt. <laughs> Nipples rock hard. I don't have that much chest hair. I know, but it seems like you should. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. I look at you, and I think to myself, "What that motherfucker's right. got a." What? So speaking of chest hairs, so Bertrand Russell, <laughs> this hairy chested motherfucker. Yeah. He, Living the wearing... life that you want to live. He's a uh, philo- famous philosopher. He's in an open marriage. He's British. Uh, yeah. All these yeah, things he's always British. wanted. Yeah. A public intellectual, constantly wearing one of those, uh, you know, the, uh, what's it called? Like the male <laughs> symbol. You know, the masculine symbol <laughs> like Austin Powers. <laughs> it's the one with the arrow. It's like a circle and an arrow. Underneath it, you just have like a giant star of David. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's... half of a star of David. Yeah. <laughs> just both of those. Just how come they don't make half star of David for half Jews like you? Uh, that's actually not a bad idea. Well, I mean, it's a desecration of religious symbol. But beyond that, yeah. Yeah, but whatever. It's not it's not like that important. They should make half star. The the star of David is not as important to Jews as the cross is to Christians. Why not? I don't know. They just they're because because they're chiller. They're chill as cops about that. Um, But okay, so let's get back to this fucking pervert. So he, (laughs) I'm looking up. uh, I'm not. I'm looking up shopping. I'm not seeing any half star David necklaces. I think you and I are onto something here. I think. Well, let's pool our resources. Edit this part out because we don't want it out there. That's a good point. All right, yeah, so, <laughs> don't steal. Hey, don't steal our idea. <laughs> yeah, it's for people who are just for all the half Jews. All the half Jews. There's a lot of them, dude. Yeah. Um. Uh, no, there are a lot of them because you can't have just one. Ben says there's <laughs> too many, which I don't agree with. But 
No, no, no. There's there should be more half Jews. There should be less Jews. <laughs> Just kidding, 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 kidding. Right. <laughs> I <laughs> see. This, what you need to do is every time you make a, a Jew joke and people, because no one can tell your what your ethnicity is, just looking at you, kind of like a bungled mash of humanity. Yeah. I feel like what you could do is it's you definitely make a, bungled. Yeah, that's for sure. You, you may make a Jew joke and people could look at you like, offended, and then you uh, take out Jew-ish that half joke, star, please. That half star David, and people look at you and they're like, "Hell yeah, <laughs> do some more, Ben." Yeah, I can definitely tell this. Do some more. Really offensive joke. I've got fifty percent, like a failing grades worth of, you know, accountability. Yeah, <laughs> like what? I'm half. It's like that's you. You don't get to say that. Yeah, that's not even a majority. <laughs> no, it's nothing. I mean, it's barely. It's not a majority. It's not a minority. It's not a passing grade. <laughs> no, it's not even close. Yeah, it's a failing grade. <laughs> Imagine getting fifty percent on something. Yeah. Oh, I have. I think. Oh, I'm sure I have. I too. failed tests before. I failed tests at Princeton. Ben, <laughs> why are you too busy partying? A little, a little too much acid back in the day. <laughs> Man, I thought you were gonna say you got too much ass back in the day. No, 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 like, no. Hell yeah. See, Definitely. This is, did, did, this is why you gotta do that polyamorous thing. Yeah. yeah gotta stories. catch up. Gotta catch up. They'll write a New York Times piece about you. <laughs> yeah, with really awkward photographs of you running through a stream. Um, <laughs> that is so inside. It's a, I don't think and, it is. <laughs> it's the New York Times. Well, yeah, but I mean, people don't know. A lot of people, people aren't going to put it together. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> so, so hold on. So you're so you're all in on polyamory now. So so back yeah, so back to this guy. Okay, so back to this guy. So okay. So that was his personal life. He did a lot of this shit, right? Uh, he became a very famous public intellectual and also got in trouble a lot uh, because for being someone from the aristocracy, uh, he was also had extremely <laughs> unpopular views. One of them is about marriage. Uh, he was a huge atheist. He was one of those fucking vocal atheists that you don't invite to parties because it's like, all right, man, we get it. Like, there's no God. Stop. Again, he's you, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't do that. And I kind of I believe in God. Well, good for you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm Catholic. I'm going to heaven. Uh, <laughs> I always forget. Yeah. We're both Catholic. This is a Catholic podcast. We're both going to heaven. This is a cat. We're actually sponsored by the Knights of Columbus. Yeah. And they are <laughs> not happy. They're like. Yeah, they're really they mad. signed up for a year and they're like, well, we signed up. We got to keep paying them. Yeah. But they are not happy. Yeah. They're like, well, uh, your content doesn't really match our core values. But uh, anyway, as long as we end every podcast with the firm statement, if you're not Catholic, you are going to hell. That is true. You're going to hell if you're not Catholic. Then they're fine. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Just be Catholic. It's easy. Um. It's actually not easy. It's uh, you got to uh, go through a whole process, right? Yeah. Well, not only that, but staying Catholic is also horrendously <laughs> difficult. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, oh uh, was there an incident? <laughs> yeah, <there's> several. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, where where actually were we? Oh, yeah. So this rich fuck. Yeah. He um had some very unpopular political views. Like what? Not, so a there was like you know polyamory and an open marriage. Yeah. Which was. Imagine saying that shit like as you're coming out of like the Victorian England, which is like the opposite of polyamory. Yeah, like it's it's Victorian, Victorian England, England is, is the exact opposite of polyamory. It is, right? it is like it is. It's the opposite of the '60s, basically. Um, 
So there was that. Also, he was an atheist, and he like argued with like pastors and stuff. <laughs> this guy <laughs> about about like this whether God exists guy. or not. Uh, wiped the floor with him too, so that's kind of interesting. Um, and then also was an extreme pacifist, and that was a difficult thing to be uh, in the early 20th century when you have two of the biggest two no the two biggest wars in human history break out right. Yep. Um. So. Bertrand Russell was basically like, I, you know, I also he was a socialist. So there was that um, he didn't agree. Was he a DSA guy? The DS. No, because uh, no, because this is Democratic Socialist of America and he was English. So no. <laughs> um, <laughs> he wasn't a Bernie bro. No, he wasn't a Bernie bro. <laughs> um, what does he think of AOC? I bet he'd be down with her. I bet he want. He, I bet he wants to fuck her so bad. Oh, he's a huge perv. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sure he'd be like, oh, it'd be like that'd be his mountaintop. Do you think we could get her on the show? I would love it if if we could. But no, why I don't, don't we think talk we could. about? But what if we got her on the Patreon and I just talked to her about like comic books and she was just so pissed? <laughs> like we're just wasting her time. Yeah. so much she's like missing a vote <laughs> yeah she's like this is my first time doing this and you guys are maybe we should come here for south by maybe i don't know but yeah let's have her on our patreon what should we talk about um how about this we'll leave it up to the listeners guys tweet at us <clears throat> at pat dean or at gristle porn or at i learn nothing you well, never fucking promote our because, because we don't do anything with it <laughs> i do i post we shit. have like a hundred fo- no one follows us they follow they, they follow you and me they don't follow the official yeah, but you, you don't promote it because no you, you don't either yeah, that's what we're, try- we're starting to now okay fine <laughs> they, follow you know our, really our funny? long dormant fucking thing it's don't not follow- long dormant yes it is okay can i point out something very very funny what <laughs> So whenever we scream, <laughs> the the little whatever this box is that like oh freak yeah, yeah 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 so there's a red light, the box faces away from me so I can't see the light but <laughs> it reflects on your lop- laptop so anytime we start screaming yeah uh, <laughs> you see the back of your laptop just starts lighting up red <laughs> yeah. Well, at least I scream off the microphone. You scream directly into it like an idiot. Oh, I love screaming. No, I do too, <laughs> but don't do it into the mic. This is why AOC hasn't come on yet, because we're amateurs. No, we haven't asked her. She's an amateur. Amateur OC, more like it. Okay, let's see. La- last thing you tweeted was January 9th on our Twitter. Yeah, you should definitely what? interact with us. You've retweeted two things, but you don't... Oh, yeah, but I responded to DMs. Slide into our DMs. Do you? Yeah, what all the time. D- what kind of DMs are we getting? We got DMs. I guess they do kind of. Well, maybe they don't. Really? Respond. Is it going down in our DMs? It's not going down. It's just I'm ta- just talking to people. Now's not the time to do this. <laughs> I'm just saying. So anyway, the You're point like is to look through this the, shit. Here's what I want our <laughs> listeners to do. So first of all, I guess follow our Twitter. Second of all, tweet <laughs> at I Learn Nothing at Gristle Porn and at Pat Dean. Whatever your preference is. Let us know the topics for when we get AOC on. Yeah, I think we can do it. Tell just, us topics. Actually, give you know us some what? topics, make, whatever the best topic is. I'll make is. a post. I'll make a post with like a poll or whatever. I'll do one of those poll things. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll do that after we get like some good topics. So respond with topics first. I bet Jake Flores knows her personally. He can probably get her on. Yeah, I bet he does. It was two guys. Uh, they're good friends of mine. Okay. So let's get back to Bertrand Russell. 
Um, Burton Russell. Oi, bruv. Uh, you fucking what, mate? Uh, Hello. Hello. I'm Burton Russell. I'm here to talk to you about uh, logic and, and maths and the nature of reality in it. <laughs> the Queen's reality. <laughs> the Queen's reality. <laughs> um, okay. Well, so okay. So here's the thing. So he was a pacifist uh, and was very vocal about um, defending conscientious objectors and uh, uh, like fighting against uh, conscription and stuff. Even in World War One. Well, I guess not so much in World War Two because that's what, everyone kind of was united against Hitler for that one. Yeah, um, that's a pretty good. Unifier. Yeah, it's it's hard to be like no war for that one. Yeah, it's sort. It's interesting to see like the what's the only thing that's united everyone like literally Adolf Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> it not didn't like, even unite not everybody. That guy who's like Hitler. No, it's actually Adolf. Yeah, but that didn't even unite everybody. What's his middle name? Oh man, I'm I should know this because I read that fucking book. And because of the anti-Semitism in your heart, but let me yeah. look it up real quick. Okay, fine. Well, you look that up. I'll explain more. So he, so Bertrand Russell was um, thrown into prison a few times because of his uh, war activism or his anti-war activism. Um, he was actually, if we can fast forward for a second, was arrested when he was ninety years old uh, when he was protesting the Vietnam War. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he spent a week in jail as a ninety-year-old. <laughs> That is a so unbelievably weird. He's playing point, he, instead of playing a harmonica in jail. It's one of those like small little plastic ones. Yeah, sounds like shit. <laughs> or it's actually just like a sousaphone, just like pom 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 pom. But yeah, so he uh, at one point he was arrested for uh, defending this guy who was thrown in jail for conscientious, conscientious objections, uh, and that was kind of hard for me to say. Um, and he was arrested a second time for saying that the United States shouldn't join in in World War One because if they did, then they would leave their armed forces in England to break strikes. <laughs> and and like yeah, and like you know, captains of industry over in England were like really mad at him suggesting that yeah. because they. We're probably planning on doing that. A ta ta. <laughs> yeah. So they threw him in jail. Okay. So I looked <laughs> it up. Uh, he didn't have a middle name. Okay. It's probably so angry all the time. Yeah, that's probably why. That and because uh, uh, <laughs> Jews get blowing up his spot. That is so <laughs> crazy. <laughs> it literally was just butthurt because Jews kept stealing his girls. <laughs> what a crazy origin. I know. <laughs> yeah. That is the origin story of our time. Of, of ultimate evil. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hitler getting cucked. Yeah, yeah, cucked Hitler, <laughs> Adolf Cuckler. What if you were one of those guys, like, like when you survived everything, and everybody was like, "Way to go, buddy! It's kind of your fault. If you you wouldn't stop fucking all these girls, Hitler wouldn't have gotten mad." Like, what if you're one of the, those guys who did that? Wait, what? What he if you're one of those Jews who was who kept stealing Hitler's girlfriend? Oh, oh, oh! I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. and then like it's your, so it's their fault for the Holocaust. Well, it's not their fault, but not the Jews' fault, but it's that one Jewish that guy's fault. That one specific guy. Yeah, it's his fault. Yeah, I mean, kind of is. You can say you can say that. Like you know, Hitler wanted to fuck Susie. Like, why did you go and fuck Susie, Mordecai? Yeah. <laughs> Mordecai and Susie sitting in a tree. Yeah, keep it in your pants, <laughs> Ethan. 
Um, okay. So, <laughs> Ethan's not that Jewish. <laughs> yeah, that's eh, all right. Ethan Cohen, remember him? No. The Cohen brothers. Yeah, I know, but that, okay, I'm not going to argue how Jewish the name Ethan is. I think we should. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man, well, well, let's, it'll be a Patreon episode. <laughs> you guys can pay $5 a month to listen to Pat and I debate <laughs> whether Ethan is a Jewish enough name. <laughs> enough. Yeah. <laughs> it's such an awkward thing to say when you're like... I don't know if that's Jewish enough. It's like, yeah. Well, how, well, yeah, but how Jewy is too Jewy? Well, I mean, Shlomo's too Jewy. You know, they didn't want to have um, uh, when Hit- uh, Hitler, when Seinfeld, um, when they were making up Seinfeld, the, the TV. I love sh- that you just Freudian slipped <laughs> Hitler for Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like the show a lot. So it's like you like Hitler a lot. I see it. Yeah. Well, so. <laughs> So they said that they the 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 as they said the executives were mm-hmm. too nervous. They thought that the show was too ethnic, meaning too Jewish. Too Jewy. That's really funny. That's what they said. Ethnic does not mean that anymore. No. Ethnic means fucking. Who are you? Oh, oh, you were just pointing at Vic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's just as Latin as you are. I know, but you know. <laughs> she made me lunch. <laughs> See, kid is mas. Um <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> How do you say shrimp in Spanish, you know? Camarón. Mas camarón in mi boca. Porfa. Wait. Porfa. No way. Porfa? Porfa, por favor. It's a, Do people say please? porfa? Yeah, some people say porfa. 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 Really? Porfa, yeah. Remember that video, The Fall of Edgar? Yeah, The Fall of where, Edgar. La caída de Edgar. Yeah. That video where it's just this fat no, kid. Pichi no. no. <laughs> if you've never seen it, it's just like these. Uh, uh, where, where is this? Is this in Mexico? I don't know. I, I'm assuming. I'm not going to make assumptions of the country, but it's like Latin America, probably Something. Mexico. It's either probably Central Mexico. or South America. I don't yeah. know where it is, but it's this kid. Oh, no, it has to be Mexico because he's saying way the whole time. It's got to be Mexico. It's probably Mexico. Yeah, okay. So there's this fat kid named Edgar who uh, <laughs> is like standing on like a stick, I guess, like a log. Yeah, so yeah, this fat Mexican kid named Edgar is is like him and his buddies are like crossing a stream, like a yeah. creek or something, yeah. uh, over this like fallen tree, like a log, right? Oh, this poor kid. And... All of his friends cross first, and then one of his friends grabs the log while he's like in the middle of crossing it, and and they like taunt him, and then and he goes, they're like they're like they're gonna drop him off, yeah, and, and he goes, no he way, goes, no way, and then the kid goes, see way, <laughs> <It's just laughs> yeah. so funny, just bullying this poor kid, and then they uh they like lift they like lift the log too much to where he loses his balance and falls into the river. <laughs> he gets so mad and he goes and he's like coughing you know he's like you know when you get really mad so much that you're like coughing well, there's like, also water in his uh, yeah that too but he's like he's like <laughs> yeah he falls into the stream and he gets just covered and he gets so mad at them he's and, calling them an asshole and the name <laughs> of the video is the fall of the edgar, fall of edgar. <laughs> it's oh. so dramatic also what's really funny about that video this we sound awful with this story but it's so what? funny 
But so there's this part in the in the video, if you listen carefully, one of his friends who's like on the other side of the shore, uh, like after the uh, the one kid like lifts the log and makes him fall. When he falls, his other friend goes, "Ay te bañaste," which means "I ah, took a bath." Like, oh! taunting him. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but the, the, but it made this kid fucking making fun of this. It poor made kid. Edgar so famous. Like, like yeah, I was he, watching a, a clip of him on a talk show. He went on like Mexican Oprah. Yeah, or and yeah. like they were like, well, "So you're pretty mad, huh?" And he was like, "Oh yeah." Yeah. <laughs> but he was like all suave. He came out. He like, loved you know, it. Yeah, I mean, he's famous shit. now. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's happy, all right? Yeah, the fall of Edgar. <laughs> the fall of Edgar. The fall of Ben. I'm gonna, we're going to recreate that video where it's you on the uh, branch. We really should. I think that'd be so funny. You and It's me and Vic, uh, <laughs> and we make you fall, and then you just scream at us in Spanish, and we yeah. just laugh at you. Yeah. No way! The fall of Ben. What if we should just do a shot-for-shot shot remake? Yeah, I, I, would, that would, I would do it. That would be so funny. I will do it. Okay. I'll do it, yeah. I think that's really funny. Let's, let's find ourselves a stream. Yeah. Okay, so where were we? How do we get on fucking the fall of Edgar? Oh, we no. talked about Hitler, Hitler, <laughs> Jews, Jews, the fall of Edgar, the fall of Edgar. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, you're right, right, right. Because okay, so Bertrand Russell was was uh, protesting uh, wars. He loved protesting wars. It was like his favorite thing. <clears throat> um, just really did it for him, huh? Yeah, almost as much as fucking other people's wives did. Uh, so <laughs> better rules. Yeah, he. Um, okay, man. Ooh. What? You can't keep doing this. No, I can tell this story. Okay, tell it. Go. A guy that we know. Okay. This guy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he was. Uh, he was uh, messing around. That was pantomiming. No, something. no, 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 no. I'm not gonna say. Okay. What it is. But like, so you, you'll never find out. It doesn't matter. So he uh, was messing around with this married lady. Yeah. And um, the husband found out. Okay. And this guy in question has a, a somewhat common name. Okay. So he went to, <coughs> he went to the wrong house. Uh huh. And like. Oh no! The guy like he like shot the guy. Whoa! <laughs> shot yeah. the wrong guy. Yeah. Shot not. Shot not. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no! It was his friend. It was not him. It was his, it was a buddy of his. Oh, uh, what do you mean, a buddy of a the buddy guy of... who who got cucked? Yeah. Oh, okay. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's fucking insane. Yeah. When was this? I mean, a long time ago. God, I mean, yeah. he never got okay. <laughs> so don't don't f another man's w. I guess. I guess not. Well, get this murdered. Fucking Bert Birdie, which was his fucking nickname. Birdie, uh, birdie. Well, they yeah. don't have a lot of. They don't have as many guns in London and England as we do. I guess not. No, they don't. Not anymore. But uh, he got. Yeah, he did get away with it. He got away with it. Um, <clears throat> but okay, so this is fucking good, man. <laughs> such a good lunch. Uh, okay, so we should release the I Learned Nothing cookbook of all the things that that's actually a great idea. Has made for us. Yeah, we could do some Ita- some Italian recipes. Yeah. Um, we got oh yeah i we mentioned this earlier on in the podcast not like this podcast but uh in an earlier episode uh i do want to film you cooking <laughs> like we do have to do a a like i learned nothing like teach pat how to cook video <laughs> oh yeah yeah dude i can use my instapot cuz i just remember when you yeah your instant pot my instant pot yeah i remember when when 
I we, I was cooking for you one time. Everyone cooks for you. It's so weird. So, no, because here's my thing. Yeah, I do get cooked for a lot. Well, when I was cooking for you this one time, uh, you cooked me so many meals. Yeah, and you asked like how you were like, uh, how can I help? Uh, you know, because you don't do drugs, but you were high as shit, and uh, <laughs> and you're like, well, what do I do? And I was like. Well, here's one thing you can help me with. You can chop this onion. And so you take the knife that I oh, gave yeah, you. Yeah, we already, we already talked about this. And you this. walk up to it and you go, so what do I do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So. It's hard. I mean, I don't know. It's not, though. Okay, I mean, it's I learned. Not. <laughs> but that's why I asked, because I wanted to learn, and I learned. Okay. I don't think ben. you did. I did. I'll cut an onion right now in front of you, you bitch. All right, do it. No, I don't have an onion. Go get one. <laughs> I think Look, we might have one. We're gonna save. We're gonna save this for the end of the podcast. All right. Oh, okay. But we have to get through this first. All right. Okay. So I guess we should talk about the philosopher and not have a cooking competition. Yeah. Right. Oh, oh, sorry, not even cooking competition. A onion cutting demonstration. <laughs> anyway, hold on. So this is a lot. So do you have any questions for me about Bertrand Russell yet? No. Is there anything that you're curious about? I wonder if he was any good at it. At what? At fucking? Yeah. He must have been, because yeah. he kept getting. He he kept. But you know, he kept but, getting it wet like for a while. Yeah, but maybe they were—they just thought he was a cool guy, and they were like, "Well, whatever." That's what's the difference? It happens. But what's the difference? The difference is whether he made or made them come. I'm not asking. Well, I'm not asking if he. That's what you're asking. Yeah, Let's fucking what put asking. it out there. Yeah, that's what I'm asking. I have no idea. That's but okay, well, that's the only, the only I two had. people who know that. Actually, the only one person who knows that is the person he was fucking at the time. Yeah, probably. Okay, but if I would venture to guess. I think Bertrand Russell was pretty good at fucking. Gross. <laughs> That's uh, that is a quote from our podcast. Now. <laughs> I bet Bertrand Russell was pretty good at fucking. <laughs> oh man! I hope no one finds out about this podcast. We're in so much trouble. I don't know. I hope everyone finds out about this podcast. Mm. Um. <clears throat> okay. So now that we've talked about his fucking, let's go back to his philosophy for a little bit. Sure. <laughs> okay. So here's where I think actually you might. You might at least identify a little bit with his philosophy, because here's the thing: you you really dislike vague and bu- bullshit, uh, bullshit premised arguments about how the world should be. Yes, I think they're bad for this country. Okay, would you say that you're a little more of a common sense kind of guy? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Not the way I live my life, but the way I expect others to. Yeah. Right. You're a hypocrite too. So that's that's what that means. You're a hypocrite. <laughs> hypocrisy aside (laughs) you you do kind of have a very plain view of the world i think which is not wrong in some regards yeah but yeah but you're just like okay like you know things should be obvious there shouldn't be any tricks you hate fucking paradoxes this is the the reason he discovered this paradox was because he was fucking someone's wife he was fucking someone's wife and he was like because i want to do it but He's Your like, husband don't. It's a paradox. Hello. <laughs> He's a, and then I realized in the throes of ecstasy <laughs> that <laughs> I hate when it, those like, who do not shave their own pussies cannot oh, shave their own pussies or whatever. Whenever, the fuck. Uh, man, whatever like English people talk about like passion and like love and like lust is so gross. Well, get a get a load of this because he he talked about love and lust a lot. <laughs> you put your face to the mic as if you were going to say something and you just rolled your eyes. I was disgusted. I mean, I <laughs> Okay. So, here's the thing. 
to understand Bertrand Russell and his philosophy, uh, or at least his approach, you need to understand where he was coming from. And the philosophy that he was dealing with at Cambridge when he was studying uh, as an undergrad <clears throat> was this movement of like British idealists, which are basically these people who took their cue from Hegel. Do you remember Hegel at all? Yeah, uh, he had that wall. Hegel's wall. What? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about what I have no idea what you're talking about. But he didn't have a wall. <laughs> what are you talking about? He didn't have about? a wall separating what? England from Scotland? Hadrian's wall. That's Hadrian's wall. <laughs> <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Remember okay. that? That's pretty cool that you know, you kind of know about Hadrian's Wall. Of course I know what Hadrian's Wall is. <laughs> he didn't know its name. Well, I was kidding. <laughs> I don't know. That's a really weird joke to make then. <laughs> like, yeah, it starts with an H. Get it? <laughs> like, yeah, I get that it starts with an H. But like Hadrian and Hegel are two completely different words. Well, the <gasps> sound. Yeah, I get how H's work. <laughs> I, I, it sounds like you don't. Well, it sounds like British people don't. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway. <laughs> so look we're never gonna have aoc come on if if you keep making mistakes like that right? <laughs> fuck you sort of tenuous at best if she's gonna come on anyway look so uh the british idealists taking their cue from hegel <laughs> are uh basically saying that uh they're arguing for this thing called uh logical holism which is basically <laughs> not not that whole <laughs> But it's basically the idea that in order to understand how any sort of system of thought works, you need to immediately understand how the whole thing works before you can understand the parts. I've been saying that. No, you haven't. I don't think you have. But <laughs> you know, because no, because that doesn't really mean anything. And first of all, it's also kind of impossible. Like how if there's if you're approaching something, some complicated system, how are you going to how are you going to learn it? You know, how are you going to understand how it works? Oh, well, the idealists just say, well, you know, you just kind of understand it big picture wise and yeah. then you understand the parts. But that's that doesn't make sense. No. How are you going to learn the whole thing immediately and then understand how the different parts of it works? So Bertrand Russell's response was basically founding this entire branch of philosophy called analytical philosophy, which is taught in basically all major english and american universities and it's uh it's it's basically like a it's i before e no except <laughs> after distinguished from uh continental philosophy which is like that's where you get all the fucking french perverts that's like uh derrida and foucault and uh you know people would say nietzsche is one of the founders of continental philosophy they stayed in the mainland of europe and that's like their kind of philosophy and then analytical philosophy is started in England because of Bertrand Russell and once <coughs> the United States. <coughs> but the main point there is that instead of just like approaching a problem by saying, oh, we get the gist of it first and then we kind of break down the parts. Uh, Bertrand Russell's approach was, no, let's like break things down and look at the different parts first and then build them up from there. Okay. And one of the things that he was always pissed off about. <laughs> this kid that he has to raise? Yeah, well, other than the kid that he has to raise. But the idealists were saying things like, well, like time doesn't exist, 
right? Oh. Time doesn't exist, and like time sh- is actually just an illusion that should be understood as like this, that, and the other. Sure. Okay. Um, and making up these like very, very complicated <coughs> justifications for believing this that yeah. are very like almost mystical sounding. For and, believing that time does not exist. Yeah, believing that time doesn't exist, and it's like it's an illusion, right? Uh, so me and him are on the same side here. Bertrand Russell and you are on the same side because nice. he goes, he basically eventually just says he was studying under these dudes. They were like his professors and he had to like come up with these proofs for like why time doesn't exist and all this shit. And then at, at one point he just kind of snapped. <laughs> well, I would be so mad if that was yeah. my job. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I have to prove your stupid question right. wrong. And and the thing it's is, it's dumb that- enough that you have that thought, but now you're you're. I know I'm involved with this. Right. And so I just want to sit here and cuck some dudes. <laughs> and now you're making me write papers. This sucks. Right. So basically, he was like, well, I'm getting this over with because I, I have someone to cuck right now. So I'm going to finish uh, like I'm going to fucking finish my own philosophy. I'm going to finish then I'm going to finish. Then I'm going to finish. And then, ooh, <laughs> mate, I'm going to finish. Yeah. Uh, bruv. <laughs> bruv. So he uh, <laughs> he goes, he basically says, like, that's bullshit. Like, time exists and we know time exists. And don't fucking tell me that it doesn't. <laughs> like, fuck you. It clearly does. Yeah, it clearly t- time exists. And so he kind of going from that premise he starts going with this other approach where he basically says look here's how the world is this is how the world is all right the world is composed of facts all right like everything is just facts there are facts about the world there's facts of like this that and the other are you saying that there's facts of life there's facts of life sure there's facts of life you take the good you take the bad yeah Okay, well, when you get into, like, uh, ethical questions, it gets a little murkier, but let's stick here for a second. Yeah. All right. Like, you know, the behind you, you have these H-E-B, uh, uh, what do you call them, baskets that... Don't j- blow our spot up. That, that Well, one of them I stole, so it's all right. Don't yeah. worry about it. I'll take credit for it. The uh, number of uh, things that we've stolen from H-E-B... I've stolen so much from H-E-B. <laughs> I guess the only thing that I've stolen is when I helped a certain someone... A certain ethnic someone um, <laughs> steal a uh, shopping cart yeah. for that party. Right. That um, ruled. I had such an adrenaline rush stealing that fucking thing. I bet it fucking it was awesome. And hey, H-E-B, come and get me. Yeah. <laughs> I dare you, you cowards. I still have that, that shopping cart. Do you? Well, <laughs> yeah. you can't return it. <laughs> yeah, right. It'd be kind of weird. Well, it'd be fun. I, I guess I could. You could walk it over. I could yeah. Get, yeah, I could bring it over and then just like launch it into the street and be like, I don't know, I just found it. <laughs> <laughs> you deal with it. You run away. Yeah. <laughs> Stop your little legs going. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> just enough energy to make it to my house and just like <laughs> you just, across the well, street. Well, I'd like to point out that Ben, when he, <laughs> when he came here today, walked in, sat down, and was... Out of breath, like a like he just finished working out. When in reality, you were calmly walking here from a nearby bar. Here's the thing. So I I I had quit smoking for a while, and I recently took no 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 no. I recently took it up again. Boo. So that's why. Yeah. Okay. Good. And then also it's humid as fuck out here. Yeah. Okay. So let's get so back. You're just, to this. you're just walking and smoking, smoking and joking, smoking and joking, and thinking stroking. about Bertrand Russell's theory of how the world works. Choke okay? and stroke. So yeah, choking and stroking. So every, uh, so everything is composed of facts, right? When 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 David Carradine died from choking and stroking, yeah, right, like that is a fact. David Carradine died of choking and stroking. He did. He's a stroke artist. Yeah, he's a stroke artist. Well, not anymore. He was a stroke artist. Right, yeah. Okay, but 
there are facts around that whole thing, right? David Carradine is this man. He's an American man. He was in Thailand. He was pleasuring himself manually while asphyxiating himself with the help of a belt and a doorknob. People have needs. Yeah. So what Bertrand Russell says is that, like, surrounding this whole scenario are just these facts. Like, the world is composed of these collection of facts. And a fact is basically a... Uh, a relation, a logical relationship between objects. So, like, David Carradine killed himself by choking and stroking, right? So the objects there that you have in that sentence are David Carradine, uh, his own body, right? Um, the belt, the doorknob, uh, you know, stroking implies a thing that is stroked, so that's his dick. Gross. His hand is doing the stroking. Oh. The belt is doing the choking. <laughs> gravity. <laughs> his hand's doing the stroking. Yeah, gravity. doing the choking. Gravity is assisting with the with the choking because, you know, his, like, his body weight is, is pulling him down. If only. The tension of the belt is pulling his neck back up. If only he was choking and stroking in Hoboken. His esophagus and trachea, making it harder for him to breathe. Yeah. Right? The pleasure that he's getting from this is a result of the lack of oxygen going to his brain. Right? These are all collections of objects. Right? And it's understood to be a logical relationship between all of them. Yeah. Right? Like, one is causing the other, this, that, and the other, right? So he calls this whole theory logical atomism. Uh, it's basically that, like, it's it's opposite of logical holism. That the way you understand how everything works in the world is by understanding the different parts within it. Uh, <clears throat> and that's basically it. He says there's su- there is such a thing as bodies. There's such a thing as minds. There is such a thing as okay. this, that, and the other. Well, I'm into that. Right? And it's like, it's not as difficult as it has to be. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How come the only people who seem to know that is Bertram Russell and me? <laughs> We're the only two. Yeah. It's me and Mr. Bull Bertram against the world. Right. Well, so here's the thing. So there are problems with it. It doesn't solve everything. Oh, man. Because there are things that are just way more complicated. Yeah. There's things like, okay, when we talk about certain events in the world, where we are talking about objects, but we're also talking about what? Things like values. Yes. Right? Things that are right or wrong. Those are not things in the world, right? Well, no. I mean, we think yeah, that like, they, you we mean kind of think they're they not physical things. Um, they're not things at all. Sure. Like you know, when we say murder is wrong, like m- murder is an action, right? But like the fact that it's wrong, is it a fact? Like we, s- it feels like it is because it's phrased like a fact, because it's got that little word "is" in there, right? Sure. But it's not actually a fact. Because it's not talking about a predicate that exists in the world. Wrongness is not something that's in the world. It's something that's in our heads. Yo, I'm a predicate. Get my medic kit. Yeah. That's that's pretty good. Yeah, I'm a talented rapper. I'm I'm glad you graduated to rapping and you've stopped slam poetry. Oh, I forgot about my... Oh, the slam Fuck. poetry segment. Fuck. God damn it. I knew I shouldn't Bertram, have reminded No, don't, please. sitting down, <laughs> looking after kid that's not his, and he says, I'm going to fuck your mom. <laughs> then he did. Yeah. Slam Stop poetry is pretty mic. cool. No, it's not. I feel this alienation in this alienation. I feel like I need to <laughs> uplift myself. Go up, not underground where the dirt is, but out of dirt comes flowers. 
<laughs> don't understand, overstand. Pretty good, right? Um, it's not bad. I'm You're not you belittling my poetry. I'm, I'm a not poet. belittling, belittling your poetry. I'm belittling the art form itself. That's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as a dedicated slam poet, I, I I'm a little You're not a dedicated slam poet. <laughs> dedicate or will I desecrate the values <laughs> that you force on me when I should be on you if you're someone's wife, Bertrand Russell, coming out. Ready to fuck. <laughs> Bertrand Russell. Yeah. What do you think of that poem? That's not bad. He would uh he would bemusedly look at you over the haze from his pipe. Yeah, I go. Yeah. Mm. This is mm, very good. Very Rather good. smashing, smashing, smashing is the most <laughs> infuriating thing. I, <laughs> I love it. So, when I hear a British person say smashing, smashing, that's like an angel <laughs> getting its wings for me. Oh no! Like it's like a bell ringing. I'm just like, that's the greatest. <laughs> they were these English. When an English person goes. That was absolutely smashing. They were bloody these, smashing. They were these English people who <laughs> lived on the same street as us, but it was a very long street. Yeah. So uh, we we knew them. They were family friends, and like the dad would say that he'd be like, "Oh, smashing!" <laughs> and then one time, yeah, I was just tickled by it. I one love time, it. <laughs> uh, his son George. Uh, I don't George. Of course, his name is George. George. Yeah. So George, uh, he had he like we were eating dinner with them, and like I guess he took a piece of meat from like the serving tray yeah, the, or whatever, like the and one, then yeah. yeah, and then. I guess his father thought it was too big of a piece for him to take. Uh. He looked at him and he goes, George, God damn it, man. <laughs> Believe that? There's like so Not many... smashing at all. Yeah, there's so many like little turns of phrases like that. Like when I, uh, when I was at uh, Princeton. Uh, you went to Princeton? I went to Princeton. This, uh, this guy who we hung out with a lot, this guy named uh, Jason Brooks. Uh, he was this like tall as fuck, like super lanky British dude. Um, we were like, we we're high as shit and we were at like a fucking target or something like getting stuff for a party. And, uh, and he's sitting there and it's like, it's me and like all my friends who were like, we're all short. We're all like five, six, oh, you know, Markowitz. Yeah. Like Markowitz and Nick and like Jake is a little taller, but like whatever it doesn't matter and this guy Jason Brooks is like six, eight. Did you do this on purpose to hang out with just other short men? No, no. I think it's probably subconscious. But <laughs> but it was like four of us, four of these like fucking dwarves hanging out with like this this British giant. Yeah, the, the, your chaperone. Yeah. <laughs> and so he's sitting there. Oh, and he's one of these guys who like he, he you're, you're going to hate this, but he like wore a sarong a lot. Uh. You know, he's like one of these like hippie dudes. He's just very hippie-ish. And uh, but we're all like stoned as fuck. And we're like buying whatever, like decorations for a party. And then uh, J- Jason takes like this fucking lollipop, this gigantic looking like gaudy lollipop yeah. and like throws it on the conveyor belt. And he's like, and also we'll have this bubblegum treat, please. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> bubblegum treat. Yeah, he calls it, he called it a bubble in this lovely bubblegum. He called it a lovely bubblegum treat. <laughs> and then after he said that, George's dad popped up and said, God, God damn, damn it, man. man. <laughs> The, the British mom, are so funny. The mom of that of, of that English uh, tribe that lived in my yeah. neighborhood, uh, she literally spoke like this, uh-huh. <laughs> and it was so funny because like she would call and and she would go, uh, <laughs> I pick up the phone, I'd be like, "Hello," yeah. and then she'd be like, "Hello, Patrick, this is Mrs. 
Jones is your mummy there. <laughs> is your mummy there? <laughs> so she'd call. It'd be, it'd be like, I'd be like, then like later on, the phone ring again. I go, hello, and then uh-huh. she'd go, hello. <laughs> And I go, yeah. And then, like, it'd be like nighttime. Uh-huh. I'd be hanging out. Yeah. Like the phone ring. I'd be like, hello? And then she'd be like, <laughs> it was really bizarre. It was really strange. Okay. They were really nice. <laughs> they were. They were nice people. Anyway, yeah. So <laughs> there's that. So there's Birch and Russell. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple things we can talk about, but I mean, it's, yeah. that's mostly it. Yeah. Um, yeah, just to wrap it up. So he was, I think he was a pretty decent guy. He was just trying to find love, you know, yeah. he found it everywhere, everywhere. <laughs> well, you know, if um, you search for love one day, you'll find it. Yeah. You know, you ever hear that saying? I think so. I love, I, I, <laughs> if you search for love, you'll find it anywhere. Yeah. I'm just in love with love. So that was sort of his whole like life philosophy too. Yeah, he was like he 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 yearned for love. Oh, he yearned. He yearned for love. He had a passion for knowledge and was driven by pity. <laughs> because but pity in the and there's this really long quote. I'm not going to read the whole thing in one of in his autobiography. He wrote his auto. Okay, here's a couple funny tidbits. He wrote his autobiography three times because he, because he kept living. <laughs> So he like he like I guess yeah yeah he'd like write a, an autobiography and then he's like oh well I've been around for another twenty years so huh. here's what happened in the past twenty years so uh, against all odds uh, I'm still alive yeah and he also um, responded to his own ob- obituary once because again since he was so old uh, he was sort of like the Nate dog of philosophers where like people kept thinking he was dead. <laughs> Like every time he got sick, there would always be like one paper that would like publish his obituary because they thought that 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 was it. And then he'd like rebound. Yeah. And uh, and so one of them, I think it was like the Manchester Guardian. He uh, he responded to their obituary of him dying in like 1937. Uh, He responded uh, like. He responded with something like, I I believe in one of your articles, you said that uh, it's a shame that such, uh, you know, great men don't get to read their own obituary. Where I just like to let you know that I'm one of the few who did get to read his own obituary. And I'd like to say kudos to the author. Right. Basically, just like trolling this guy saying like, hey, good job writing my obituary, you dumbass. Yeah. (laughs) There's a guy um, who um, I. okay. So there's a, a lot of these strange men uh, who mm-hmm. come by Esther's Follies, which is right next door to the Velveeta Room. Yeah, the comedy club that yeah. I manage. Thirty and years. Oh, Esther's. Oh, oh, oh the Velveeta Room yeah. celebrating thirty-one years of live uncensored stand-up comedy, <laughs> five two one East Sixth Street. So Esther's Follies is you know like this is the successful half of the business. Yeah, and they uh, <laughs> they just have these like strange like characters who mm-hmm. like. I don't know what exactly they do, but they're they're just like famous on Sixth Street, I guess. So they're somehow associated. Like there was this guy who died, and I was like, and everybody everybody at at, at Esther's was like super sad, and I was like, oh, what did this guy do exactly? Yeah. And like no one had an answer. Like he would just kind of hang out. 
And huh. so it's, he's one of those dudes. And is, it one, is it like that one guy who like passes out roses and wears a fedora, like that kind of thing? Uh yeah, kind of that okay. that, that type of thing. I yeah. know like, it's not I'm... that guy. I, I know who you're talking right, about, right? But like it's that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. That guy's interesting. That guy had to uh, r- run away one time because like Michael Park told me there was like, like like the cartel was after him or something. Oh, I think I, you told but me. Then that. he came back. He was like, "Yeah, he ran away." <laughs> like, all right, to where? Like Dallas. I'm like, okay. Okay. Way to lay low. Uh, so. <laughs> Just hiding in one of those women's hairs. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so one of those dudes, uh, and sometimes they 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 get paid by esters. They kind of like watch the props outside and stuff. Sure. Uh, yeah. And so, if you don't if, if you if you don't live in Austin or if you do, you don't know what it is. Uh, esters is this. Uh, they do like vaudeville kind of stuff. Uh, it's like the Capital Steps of Austin. It's kind of like Capital Steps. Yeah. yeah, where yeah. They, they do like parody songs and sketches and, and and music and stuff like that. Yeah. But the stage, there's an open window. Right yeah. behind it. That's part of the attraction. Is that like you can walk past and kind of look in and be like, "What the hell's happening?" Yeah, you there? can watch the show from behind. Yeah, when you walk. Yeah, yeah. And um, and what's so funny is like, sometimes late at night, like I'll close up the Velvet Room and I'll walk into Esther's at like two in the morning, mm-hmm. and I'll just like stand on that stage. I'll look out the window, and no one ever looks up. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fascinating. The people watching is insane. The point is that. So one of those dudes, <laughs> you just stand and stare. And I just look. I just watch people, and they know no one's ever seen me. <laughs> and if they do, they probably think I'm like the Phantom of yeah. Esther's. I'm the Esther's Phantom. Uh, but anyway, so one of those guys, <laughs> one of those like just dudes who somehow are, are Sixth Street famous or whatever. Yeah, he is uh, like he is. I'll tell you what his name is off air. It's very funny. Okay, uh, he is like apparently has like six months to live. Oh, and he Jesus. he asked if they, if they could do a funeral for him like at Esther's, but like he wants to go. What do you mean? He They're gonna to... do like a like a, a pre death funeral. Oh oh oh! Ooh, isn't that interesting? That is interesting. Yeah. yeah, I see what you're saying. Like a like a mock funeral, like a yeah. wake before he actually dies. Before he actually dies, yeah. Because he got cancer or something. I don't know some, what it is. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't know the guy at all. Yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> anyway, so we uh, we ended on a pretty positive note. Yeah. Uh, well, I think I think I like this guy. I think he's all right. Some of this stuff I thought is stupid, but some of the other stuff I thought was good. There's way more that that didn't do it justice. Like we we should have done a third parter, but I'm tired of him. So, <laughs> but there's way more to that. He came up with this concept called neutral monism, which sort of like defeats the mind body well, problem. How about this? How about all we'll, this shit? In, in in a while, we'll just do a part three. Not right away, but. Later well, on. it's okay. Don't worry about it because we're going to talk about him again when we bring up other people because he influenced like everybody in the 20th century. Nice. Yeah. So he'll come up again. Sweet. Bitch. Thanks, bitch. Thanks for teaching me. Yeah. That's the first time you've ever thanked me. <laughs> this is a moment. Can everyone just like pause, like pull over if you're listening in your car? Yeah. Pat just thanked me for teaching him. Well, you know, <laughs> you're grateful. A, na- a nation thanks you, Ben. A weary nation thanks you. I guess, yeah. Uh, check this out, friends. If you like the show, go ahead and give us a five-star review on iTunes. Please write Eat Book uh, mm-hmm. underneath it or write Fuck Ben. That also works <laughs> out. Uh, Immediately. Have you noticed that. that's what I've been putting on our Patreon? So our Patreon, <laughs> I think uh, so, if yeah. you want. As a hashtag? Yeah. It's a yeah. F- $5 a month gets you extra bonus episodes. You get one episode yeah. a week. Uh, where I teach Ben about things. It's not all about ph- it's not about philosophy at all. Actually, it's mostly yeah. About it's f- just flipping the script. Stuff. Sometimes I chime in if there's something philosophical about yeah, what Pat's yeah, yeah. talking about. But for the most part, it's mind garbage. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, but it's pretty interesting. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so check us out. 
on there. It's five bucks a week, uh, five bucks a month. Like I said, uh, if we miss a week, we put up two, so you get the the yeah, the proper you get the amount. same amount. Don't worry, we'll, we're we're catching up. All right, shut up. We are caught up. Yeah, I guess so, but we got to put another one out soon. Oh, oh, do we? So anyway, so go ahead and give us your money, please. Uh, and if you can't do that, we'd appreciate if you write a five-star review or just did a share. Share yeah. it on Facebook. You hey, guys, gang. anything anything helps. Uh, honestly, like, you know, support us on Patreon. Also, oh, I keep, dinner. I keep forgetting to mention this. There's this thing on our website where if you if you click on a button that says Eat Book, go to ilearnothing.com, click on the button that says Eat Book. When you click on the button, it takes you to Amazon to a certain selection of, like, philosophy books. You don't have to buy those philosophy books, but if you buy anything on Amazon. That's one of those click-throughs. Yeah, it's one of those click-through things. Click on the button. If you have a gift to buy somebody, click on that button. Go to our website. Click on that button. We get a little bit of backsheesh. A little taste. Yeah, we get a little taste. Not from you. You pay the same amount. Just a little lick. Amazon pays us, but you, yeah, you. Just a little. A little. You know? My mom so buy, hates... Buy through that button. That's it. My mom gets so mad when you go, ah. So, like, when I was young... <laughs> was she a lane? Well, I don't know. When I, was, when I was young, like, I would, like, drink something, and she'd go, ah. And I'd see how long it would take for her to get mad. And usually, like, three. <laughs> what, three seconds? No, three times I'd go, ah. Oh, okay. Go, God damn it, Patrick. You don't have to do that. <laughs> and I would start just laughing. You fucking shit bird. What? <laughs> That's such a shitty thing to do. Like as a kid, just yeah. to annoy annoy your dad. You know why I, I crack my knuckles so much? Uh, because you're a nervous wreck. Well, there's that, but also my dad hates it. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, <laughs> interesting. Well, he had to pull the car over one time because I wouldn't stop doing it. <laughs> what did he say? Stop. Crack- He's like, stop doing that. What'd you say? I cracked one more bone. <laughs> God, we're such rebels. I, me and my brothers disrespected my dad so much. I yeah, feel so bad there's now. There's so much disrespect <laughs> coming from the Cholock, the brothers Cholock. The brothers Cholock, yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, uh, you can also follow us on Twitter, like we said earlier. Go ahead and let us know what topics we should ask AOC about when yeah. she inevitably comes on. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I, see, I, I can't ever say the name. I just, it's... I, it's it's hard. It's a little tough. So I just AO, thank AOC. God for AOC. I'm so glad someone came up with that. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, that works well. But so, anyway. Anyway, so let us know what topics you want us to uh, cover. Also join her. the DSA. Yeah, <laughs> apparently join the DSA. Apparently that that's. A whole thing. I love. I just chime in that shit, and Pat's getting annoyed. Well, All right, sorry. Let's wrap up. Sorry. That's fine. But anyway, uh, uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, oh wait, hunk of the month, our, our newest oh. segment. Hunk of the month. You want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. All right. My hunk of the month. And in case you're wondering, this is one of our many segments that we have on this show. Yeah. We have the segment where we eat uh, food while we record. And then we have the segment where we, we crown someone hunk of the month. Yeah. Uh, despite the fact it's a weekly podcast. <laughs> we didn't really think it through. Uh, so my hunk of the month. Let's see. It's got to be. You know what? Eric J. Nagurney. You Shout know what? Eric. Unanimous hunk of the month. Really? It's the yeah. first time we've ever... Uh, I think... No. No, no, no. I think the, first the only other one. time... The first one we did was unanimous. Yeah. Michael <laughs> Park yeah. was the hunk of the month. And now it's yeah. Eric J. Nagurney. Eric J. Nagurney, hunk of the month. Yeah. Way to go, yeah. Eric. Good one. Good you job, Eric. You made it. Yeah. Uh, as always, my friends, keep on. I'm hunky. <laughs> did you hear? I'm the hunk of I'm the month. I'm the hunkiest. <laughs>
Eric J. Nagurney is a comedian in town, and we, we call him Gurndog. Yeah. And one time, me and Ben were, uh, I think, driving home from San Antonio after a gig, and we couldn't stop laughing at the thought of the phrase gurning the dog, meaning jerking off. And we thought it was so funny. And I remember, I remember to this day, I remember that I, I wrote on Eric's Facebook wall, I wrote, Eric, I have something horrifying to tell you. <laughs> But. So guys, keep on gurning the dog, and uh, as always, Ben, if you're not Catholic, you're going you're, to hell. You're going straight to hell, straight to hell. And not even Eric Nagurney can save you. Yeah, <laughs> not even God. International.